Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Presenter of the Home Show on News Talk, Sinead Ryan is with us in studio. Are you actually yeah, a WhatsApp Ryan. group fan? Oh, fan. I think they're a necessary evil. I mean, I turn off all the notifications because I can't bear my phone pinging all the time. Yeah. Um, so I find I go in a couple of times a day just to see are there any updates. And I'm the kind of person who scrolls to the final message to get the roundup of what we're all doing <laughs> and where we're all going. Where are we at? <laughs> yeah, I don't read the whole thread, no. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Listen, we are talking about renting out or considering maybe renting a room um, to college students. Well, what's involved in this? If I, you know, if someone wants to rent a room out... Yeah, now this is a kind of a win-win because we're all looking to try and make a bit more money these days. You know, everything's so expensive or to help with household bills, really. Uh, and this time of year is a great time when people start thinking about it because uh, students are preparing or will be preparing to go back to college, maybe get CAO points, you know, find out where their college is. So it's kind of trying to marry the two together. And revenue is extremely generous in the terms of its tax relief because it wants, you know, student accommodation is such Mm. a problem Uh, and it wants to try and encourage people who who are underoccupied in their house or who have a spare room or two uh, to consider renting it out, not just to a student, anybody, but, you know, particularly to student accommodation. Andrea, this is not new. There were digs no. in Dublin in yeah. Rathmines. I came through Rathmines today on my way in here. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a new idea. It's just it's been kind of transposed now into the tax code. And um, and it's a really good idea. And the people that I know do it are delighted to be doing it. And it's great maybe even for old, older people who are in the house on their own maybe. And they're there all day and um, they can have a bit of life uh, and and have a young person in there. Actually, if you've any questions about this, or maybe you've, if you're somebody who's you know um, currently rents out a room as a college student, or perhaps if you're thinking about doing it this year, if you've a query for Sinead here today and you want to chat to her, eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. I won't invite them to join a WhatsApp group with you, Sinead. <laughs> You'll be muted. They'll be waiting. Yeah, but so talk us through the eligibility. Okay, so the rules are quite strict. Um, it's available to homeowners, so it's not for landlords or people with second properties. So you must live in the home yourself. It it's your owner occupied. Correct. It's your home. You're living okay. there all the time, uh, and you're simply renting out a room in the house that you own. Okay. Um, now you can earn up to it's it's quite good actually up to fourteen thousand yeah. euros total income per year. So this is the thing. So if you rented out two rooms, it's not 14,000 per student. No, no. Although you'd want a fancy house now if you were charging that amount of rent. Uh, No, it's for the the amount you can earn as income is 14,000 euros a year. However, if you earn more than that, there's income tax charged on the whole lot. Right. Okay, so keep it to 14 but or sure, you under. Never, if you're renting out a room, you never meet 14,000. No, you 000. wouldn't. You really wouldn't. Uh, and that's total income. So, you know, that has to include repairs and painting it up. and all. You don't get the same deductions. You don't become a landlord in the normal sense. The good news about that is you don't have to spend 80 or 90 quid to join the Residential Tenancies Board. You don't have to abide by all that legislation. You don't have to keep a rent book. Mm. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Um, but so, you can't keep the receipts for getting the house painted to put in. No, there's no right, allowances yeah. against it. OK, so like the 14,000 is literally tax free income. So you you pay for the stuff out of that. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first thing. And um, the second rule is that you, you can't do. We're trying to get away from Airbnb now, of course. You know, that's banned in a lot of places and most urban areas without planning permission. So it has to be for what they call a long term rental. Now, that could be an academic year. So it includes students say there for four days a week in digs for nine months of an academic year. That's fine. 
Okay, what's not fine is letting it out on Airbnb or something for a weekend or a few days. That's that's pretty much that's much harder to do nowadays. Uh, So you can set whatever rules you want around access to common areas, if they can have visitors in, laundry, board meals, shared, all that kind of stuff. You get to choose. It's not set down in law anywhere. And I would advise anybody doing this for the first time to absolutely set down in writing between you and your tenant Mm. how you want to live together. But you can't Um, tell them to go home at the weekend. No, you can't. But what you could do is advertise it as a four or five day digs. Oh, so and if then, you do that, then you have to get fine. around it. Exactly, oh, yeah. Grand. And then only people who, who want to do that will stay. Now, um, you do have to make a tax return at the end of the year. So you have to declare the income, even though it's tax-free. Like mm. a lot of people think, if I'm not paying tax on it, I don't have to tell anybody about it. That's mm. not the case. You get the relief by declaring the income uh, and then there's never going to be problems down the road. Um, now, the, the big kind of stricture around this, and this is the one I get most questions on into my uh, column in the Indo, is that it has to be a a room that's attached or within the boundaries of your home. In other words, it can't be a granny flat at the end of the garden. You don't get the rent room relief for that. Okay, It's a room in your house. Now, what it can be is a converted garage that attaches to the house, even if it has its own entrance. So it must be physically attached to or within your home. Uh, They're just kind of quite strict on that. So a lot of the ones, if you think about, you know, those um, lovely houses with like two storey over basement or those Mm. older Victorian or Edwardian houses, they're all fine, even if there's a separate entrance because it's within the structures. Okay, so it can't be the converted garage or shed or something like that? No, as long as it's, um, as long as, if it's not attached, it doesn't count. It's considered a separate property. So for the properties that you pay separate property tax on, they're not included. You can't do holiday homes. You can't do investment properties. It's owner occupied. This person is basically living with you. You're renting them out a room within the house. Exactly. Uh, Text in from a listener, Sinead, who's wondering, do you have to cook for the student or is it just the bed? No, not at all. Not at all. You can set whatever rules you want within the the rent you charge. So some people, for instance, say, look, I'm going to charge you 500 euros a month to live here. You do everything yourself. I'm not doing a thing for you. Other people would say, look, I'm putting on dinner every night you might as well be in the pot for it I'll throw on your laundry for you and and I'll charge you an extra whatever or when the gas and electricity comes in I want to charge you a bit a portion for that so it's up to you You, but you you can charge for bills you can charge for anything you like but the total income cannot be more than 14,000 a year for whatever you do uh, in total Now to go back to the point that you're you're not registered you mentioned with the, Mm. uh, the RTB so what protection then would students have if you're not? Not you much. See? Not much. So you don't get the normal protections that you would have in that landlord-tenant relationship that, for instance, the RTB does dispute um, mediation on, for instance. Um, it, so some people can find as a downside, it might be harder to evict somebody in that circumstance, for instance. You know, technically there's nobody, there's no body to apply to to say you know, my tenant isn't paying rent or I want them out. Um, So you do have to be a little bit careful. Now, on the upside, you can choose whoever you want to move in. Uh, Actually, the only exception, and I will say is because I have had people thinking about doing this, you can't rent it to your own kids and claim the tax relief on the income, Okay, Your own kids or partners or anything aren't allowed. It has to be somebody, as revenue say, at arm's length uh, that you've no relationship with. but so it can be, it's not for everybody and it can be a little bit more difficult um, to, to negotiate that relationship you're going to have. Mm. Uh, and you do have to be a little bit careful. So I would say to people, look, set down your ground rules, know what you want 
advertise very specifically around that. You don't have to meet all the special requirements that uh, the RTB legislation insists. So do you actually have a contract then? Is there an official contract? I think it's always a good idea to have one. The, let the, to get the tax relief, there's no obligation on you. No, but to do have you still file your return? You do, uh, because it's a personal income that you're getting. Now, to be honest, I'd always be a fan of setting things down in writing mm. and getting people to sign it, because it just means you have a basis there for, you know, if something goes wrong or I thought you meant this when you said that, that that kind of is all done away with. This texter says, I haven't heard of anybody going into digs in years. I spent my college years in digs, became great friends with the family who hosted me. It's a shame that digs aren't as common anymore. Well, they are. Well, yeah. actually, they're very, very popular in university towns. Um, I mean, I know a few people just in within my own wider circle that are in digs at the moment. So if you're in Galway City or Cork mm. or any part of Dublin, uh, they're big university towns, Maynooth, you know, places um, Portlaoise where there are uh, college colleges and universities, especially for the people who are commuting. They're back home at the weekends. They only need four days. They don't want to have to pay for private accommodation for seven days yeah. they're not going to use. Well, the, inter- interestingly, this texture says, if I host students a couple of nights per week for four to five weeks, then of other students on an ongoing basis while on placement, can I do that under the rent-a-room scheme? Yeah, you, now you can, but you, you just have to be careful. You don't want to fall foul of revenues rule on this and give... It, what you don't want is to give the impression that you're doing one thing, but you're actually doing another. OK, that that's not on. So if you are hosting students and you're doing it for nine months of the year, that's fine. That's no problem if it's one student or five students. Um, but what you don't want is for there to be any suggestion that actually I'm not really hosting students at all. It's tech. It's an Airbnb by any other name. Okay, I'm, I'm okay, letting out so that's where the catch. Yeah, for three days here and two days there and five days there. So revenue says a minimum of 28 consecutive days. This person has to, to stay let, at correct. the property yeah. for a minimum yeah. of 28. Yeah. This listener says, my dad, who's away a lot, has had a lodger who goes out and leaves windows wide open, never puts the alarm on. Mm. Um, he's asked numerous times to do so. But then when I drop into the house, the windows are open and he's not there Yet he locks the bedroom door all the time. Yeah, doesn't believe see, there's crime in the area. That's not good at all, is it? So, because you, it's your kind of loss if something goes wrong. So, um, I, I think it's really important to, to sit down with that person and just say, look, I'm not going to be able to continue this arrangement if you don't abide by the rules of the house. Uh, we talked about the students, but I mean, if it's not working out, as this texter suggests from the, uh, you know, the host or the property owner's perspective, how do you get rid of the student? Well, uh, again, when you're setting them up and you're having them in, you can just say to them, look, we're going to do this for a trial three month period. We're going to see how it goes. If you're not happy with me or I'm not happy with you, I think we should both have the right to call it a day and you can build that into whatever written agreement you have. Uh, Some people I do know go so far as to get a solicitor involved just Mm. to draw up that agreement. It's not necessary. There's no obligation on you to do so. Some people just might be more comfortable uh, doing that and I don't think it's any harm at all. Okay. Uh, Just on a final point, um, you don't have to register with anybody. But you, so you just, if you decided to start it from this September, Sinead, you'd rent out your room and then you'd file the return the following October exactly. and you'd get the relief yeah, on that. Exactly. That's it. That's it. So, so what you do is you set up, you, you can advertise that you want somebody four or five day digs or whatever, somebody who goes home at the weekend. You don't want a student. You do want a student. Um, you want somebody who is prepared to share common areas, but isn't going to have overnight visitors. I mean, you can be quite specific in it. Mm. You pop it up on the college notice board or student cribs 
studentsdata.eu or any of those other kind of digs databases. I think the USI Students Union of Ireland have one as well. College Cribs, I think it's called. Um, and, you, and you can pop it up there. There's loads of them. You can go in and have a good look and see what's already there. See the type of thing that's mm. available and what people are saying about their properties. Uh, and maybe if you if you have the opportunity, talk to maybe college administrators and say, look, what are people looking for? What rules can I set down? And then you'll get a gauge of the rent as well uh, and see how you get on. It's a grand little learner. It is a great little learner. And, and I mean, it really is. And it's been around now for quite a long time yeah. uh, and it's very, very popular. Um, but as I say, people are a little bit nervous about it and they may be right to be. Uh, so a little bit of pre-planning and thought and, yeah. and decisions around what you want. Well, actually, we'd like to hear maybe people's experience if it's something, if you've been, maybe you, you, you do for years rent out a room or perhaps you're considering doing it this year for the first time. 1800 453 106, that's the number if you want to chat to us today. Sinead Ryan, presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk. Uh, Sinead, thanks a million for joining us uh, on the programme today. Still to come, seagull problems in one seaside town, but the residents are calling for action. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.